0: It's that final week of vacation. Nobody really wants to pick up the house, but you have to because you want the deposit back. Pick up the house? Yeah, our cabin that we rented. Oh, the beach cabin. I can't lift that.
1: <laughs> I am not going in that wrestling room. I that that thing. I mean, I mean, all the blood. We we haven't cleaned it once. <laughs> That's
0: how we come up with ideas for the next season. Is we just go in a room and beat the shit out of each other. Everyone's always like, so how do you pick episodes for We Hate Movies? We go in a room and beat the shit out of each and other.
2: And cabin looked exactly like Darth Maul in that Mexican was it luchabaro mask. What is it Lu- <laughs> called? Yeah. Luchador? Luchador. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, no hablo espanol
0: Well, that would be great though If on this show there was just a dude that was a luchador And we didn't know his identity But he was just like, you know, the flying black widow or something Sure I mean, It was just some dude
1: yeah, why not? Some Mexican wrestler I let into my house <laughs> <laughs> well, That'd all,
2: be a good title for a movie Well, we're <laughs>
1: also anonymously unfamous We might as well be wearing masks <laughs>
2: That's true And I, I do apologize that we all sound the same today uh We've been yep. sharing a cabin for a while. That, yeah, exactly. The voices are just <laughs> blending together. And I don't mean this cabin either.
0: <laughs> oh. No, he hasn't been shared Someone's been hogging him. Yes. <laughs> so we are here uh to introduce the uh, uh the final rerun, which is of course Star Wars, episode one, the Phantom Menace. Uh a lot a lot of good stuff going on in
1: this episode. This Ooh. is a while ago. Yeah. This is one of those ones where I we still people are like, Oh man, you gotta do that Phantom Menace movie, and it's like, Yeah, we did.
2: Yeah, it happened. Yeah, I feel like every few months we're like, yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, over 200 episodes. They're
1: not all
0: available on the main feed. Right,
2: so now we're releasing it on the main feed. So now you can get
0: ready to keep on asking us to do Attack of the Clones. See, (laughs) now you get to do something (laughs) more as well, audience. Force
2: Awakens is coming up. Yeah. Better bone (laughs) up on your prequels.
1: Yep. You want to be prepared. You never they, know. Yeah, I mean, you want to watch movies that the new series is totally going to ignore. Oh. You really want to be yep. up to date on all those movies they're going
2: to ignore. You know what? I this is sad, but I'm like, is there going to be? A Liam Neeson Forest Ghost. I hope that there is. They're probably going to do something like that to kiss the fucking ring, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, Wait, who's wearing this ring? George Lucas yeah. or Liam Neeson? Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> both of them, man. I mean, I said... Ghost ring? I mean, again, when these things air, we're recording these months in advance. But so months ago, I said, I think, and it was kind of a joke, but the more I think about it, maybe not. A Qui-Gon Jinn standalone Star Wars movie might be pretty cool. I'd be oh. as far pre. If...
1: <laughs> oh, these st- the stormtroopers are coming in. They took my daughter.
0: I've got a <laughs> special set of force skills. <laughs> I don't know who you are, and I don't know what spaceship you own, <laughs> but I will find you, and oh. I will kill
1: you. <laughs> oh no, my my Jedi mind trick doesn't work on space Albanians. <laughs> I guess I'll have to use my kung fu travel.
2: God oh days.
0: no. My daughter was kidnapped into some sort of space sex slavery. (laughs) There
2: are are plenty space sex slavery. Bunch of (laughs) Starbanians. Starbanians! It's Jabba's Palace, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, We're talking about Jabba's Palace.
0: (laughs) So enjoy Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. We'll see you afterwards. (laughs) This was... Uh, This was the most uninterested I've been in our source material. Hands down, hands down, the history of this podcast. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, this is 50 plus titles and we're talking like fucking robots and like really <laughs> shitty romantic comedies from the 90s, cra- like zero budget movies. And this is it's it's a disaster. It's an
0: absolute disaster. And I'm going to get this right out of the way. Ewoks: The Battle for Endor is a better movie.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I have, I have no problem. It's saying way that. more enjoyable. You could, it's more cohesive. You could follow it.
1: It's ninety goddamn minutes. Yeah, thank
0: the Lord for that. I mean, this we sat through two hours and like thirteen minutes of this fucking. Trade embargoes and land
1: ordinances and all sorts of regulations. (laughs) It's all gobbledygook from from, from (laughs) the beginning to the end. And this is a renowned, I am a Star Wars nerd to the utmost of the original trilogy. You're a fanatic. I am a fanatic. Yeah, I am a, yeah. I'm a total fanatic. You're an extremist. I am an extremist. <laughs> now, if I was, I'd He's do.
0: not the one reading all those books, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. I'm
2: the Phantom Menace, pulling the strings, trying to make it look like he's the bigger <laughs> geek. <laughs> Oh, holy shit, that that explanation of your, like, devious plan
1: made you the bigger geek. Yeah, I know. No, but I mean, and I, when I first saw this movie, I convinced myself that I, well, by the way, we are talking about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, I was so
1: frazzled
0: just reeling from this movie. I f- completely forgot to tell you that we're talking about the first prequel to that new trilogy Anyway,
1: yeah, and I convinced myself I liked this movie for five years. That's that's it's astounding. Really, and but just and I mean, like I I realized what a shit was. I mean that you know in 2004 I came to my senses. I was like, hold on, that's garbage. Yeah, yeah. And now rewatching it again in God damn it, 2012, it is one of the worst fucking pieces of shit I've ever seen.
0: Which begs the question, though, and I put it out there while we were watching it, and maybe some of our listeners can weigh in on this huge issue, also. But I mean. You know, it's one thing, you know, to see this movie younger and be like, oh, whatever, it's a movie. I don't know that bad movies exist and whatever. How many people have yet to grow out of that? Like, how many grown ass adults are out there wandering the earth right now saying The Phantom Menace is a good movie?
2: I think more than you would think, which is sad. And if if anyone here is listening to this and be like, Whoa, whoa! We had movies, as, but this is a good, good movie I grew up with. I, you know, I was born in 1993 or something crazy. <laughs> <Yeah. And> something <laughs> guess, crazy. guess what? You're wrong. <laughs> Sit down, rewatch it. You know, or just listen to this podcast because we're gonna help you figure it out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then go back and watch it and be like, oh,
2: yeah. Put on glasses, have a cup of black coffee, be an adult for once, and look back at this. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you will see.
1: And I will actually, I'll continue our physical, my physical description gag from earlier. Yes. None of us have a ponytail in this room, nor have we ever. No, nope,
0: There is nary a ponytail to be found.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll tell you this. Flat out, like, we just watched it. <sighs> I can't tell you what this movie's about. Like there's a there's a trade embargo and some sort of scandal and Darth Maul's hanging around and Qui-Gon Jinn gets fucking cooked at the end of this movie, <laughs> which is hands down the best part. Yeah. Oh, there's
2: also a race. Oh, oh god, that
0: fucking race. I mean that's the thing, is I don't you know so Steve, it's you it's said it's
2: it's this race of jar jar like creatures. Oh wait, also the powder
0: so... <laughs> I mean, Steve, you mentioned it right before we started to record, which is there's no reason to hold our audience hand through this movie. There's no reason, I think, to like religiously go through the plot. I think we should just kind of try to figure out the most confusing and asinine points of this movie because it's just a big amalgamation of bad ideas.
1: There's like a 15-year gap between the two movies. And during this time, it was all Lucas kind of sheepishly smiling like, I got three more planned. Don't worry. I'm just gonna wait, and it's gonna be a prequel. It's gonna be this whole great story about how Darth Vader came to be, yeah. and all this stuff, all the stuff that was hinted in the original trilogy. He mm-hmm. so was like, "Oh, that must sound. That sounds pretty cool. I'd like to see that." You're gonna see it, kids. Just give me a while. I'm wor- I'm really working on these scripts. Working on what? I mean, <laughs> here's
0: the thing: if this was the finished product, like. I want to know what the rough draft looked like.
1: Yeah. Because w- w- what? <laughs> Seriously. Conce- like, I think James Joyce wrote Ulysses in less time than he wrote <laughs> episode one, The Phantom Menace. And it's a fucking disaster from a screenwriting point.
0: Let's- all right. I'm going to propose a jumping off point for us to sort of dive into this mess. Um, one word racism (laughs) because holy shit this is the most racist movie since the birth of a nation
2: yeah without a doubt we sort of open on this as you were saying this trade embargo between this like little fancy planet italy that it may
0: as well be like venetian fucking italy
2: it really is it's just wall-to-wall marble (laughs) it's really gaudy and then and then these viceroys Are like of the Trade Federation, or have the embargo on this planet for who knows why? Who knows why they want to give these? Well, they just are trying
1: to squeeze money out of them. Like it's kind of like a protection racket, I guess. Uh, Oh, so it's oh space mafia.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's kind of like the space mafia. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and they they are um, all like Fu Manchu archetypes. It's really uncomfortable. It is.
1: It's just these tented fingers, and I mean, like this is what they sound like. The was too late. An Do you think she suspects an attack? I don't know. But we must move quickly to disrupt all communications down there. Does that sound like a really horrific fucking description of a Chinese person? I mean,
0: yeah, it's awful. It's 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 the most racist character I think the year 1999 ever saw.
1: And mm. it's you know it's it's the idea of it is is like obviously like you said Fu Manchu. That's kind of where Lucas, you know, he he always loved, like, the Flash Gordon strips, and that's kind of where he came from with this. Right. But you just can't do that in 1999. No, you can absolutely
0: not have these Charlie Chan-looking and sounding motherfuckers running (laughs) through your movie (laughs) controlling this bass (laughs) trade. Like, just give it a rest. And I, again, like, I know it's a thing. It's George Lucas. He holds fucking power over everything. (laughs) But why could no one be like, ah, George Can I talk to you in the bathroom for a second? (laughs) Listen, George, this is horrifically offensive. But it's a traditional (laughs) storytelling device. I I
2: call him like I see him. (laughs) The other day I was stuck in traffic and I looked at this guy and I was like, there's my movie. It's like, that guy (laughs) is prime (laughs) Viceroy. I mean, we're talking about uh, Trade Federation drivers here, right? (laughs) What's insane is that
0: they, there's like a bunch of these characters at the start of the movie. And then we sort of they're they're whittled down to two. And that's even worse because then they become like this kind of comedic racist team. Yeah. You know, of just the two of them. And they're just all their scenes are like them being like, oh, no, oh the seat is coming. No. And you're just like, holy shit. This back-and-forth racist gag that they have. Oh, growing. Lord, the
1: city is going would be so angry if we don't uh, get the agreement together. It's
0: just... <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. And you know what sucks? That's not even the tip of the iceberg of the racism in this movie.
1: No, you've got Italians. You've got Jamaicans. You've got... Like, it just... And it just... It's, it's like a Jeff Foxworthy record. Like I don't know <laughs> what, what we're trying to do here, but this is not what I love about Star Wars. And to top
0: everything off, with like all the racism that's going on, the icing on the cake of this whole thing is that a gigantic thread throughout this entire movie is slavery. Yeah. This person's a fucking slave, and you're my slave. And this is—I'm gonna buy this person and slave, slave, slave. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> what in the world? And no one's upset about it. No one's like all of the our you know our big characters, the, our moral characters, Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan Kenobi.
2: Everyone's like, oh, well, it's just a fucking slave. What do I care? Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, yeah. What I also don't really get is like the, these civilizations have been around long enough that each of them have evolved. Or whatever, somehow got to the point where they have intergalactic flight. They're going from one end of the galaxy to the other. Yet, and they're building like robot helpers, C three PO, R two D two, battle droids, whatever. And then they're like, you know what? But we still need that. You know that 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 raw muscular of human slavery. Like we just, <laughs> we
0: still need that. Yeah, they just can't what? get over, it. and it's to such an extreme. Anakin Skywalker, a slave, is building C-3PO, a slave for him. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like slaves are beginning slaves now <laughs> in this society. Like, it's
1: the most twisted fucking social structure ever created. But one thing I don't understand about the slaves in this movie, and they are slaves, and they, they, they are not permitted to do anything that the Italian... Gonzo looking motherfucker. I don't even know Mister Sabetti
2: or whatever his name is. Uh, by the way, Giacomo Sabetti. This guy is. He lives in a backwater town. Not even Mose Eisley. Mose Espa. You know, we're, we're, the, the, we can't get. A, we can't afford Mose Eisley. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucas couldn't afford to shoot on Mos Eisley, <laughs> so they had to move in two towns over. Uh, and this guy can't even fucking afford Mose Eisley, so he's living in Mos Espa, and he is a bad mechanic. On <laughs> yeah. Tatooine, the uh, on outer rim territory, right? And, yeah. and, and he he's has just a tons of to mechanic. And this guy has tons of slaves. And he's, he's better than everyone else. You got what? two
1: fucking slaves and guess what they're not doing shit this entire movie. That's the other thing is you're just
0: kind of owning it's like it's not slavery it's like Human trophy casing, yeah, <laughs> because he owns Anakin Skywalker and his and, mother, and his, and his mother, old Ma Skywalker. <laughs> but they're just hanging out. They have a pretty sweet house. Like there's a yeah. there's an upstairs and a downstairs. There's a nice little patio that like Qui Gon Jinn's hanging out on. Giving Jake Lloyd all those blood
1: tests that we'll get into <laughs> later on. Yeah, like, but yeah, he's they've got a house. He's got hobbies. Like what kind of? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm glad that he's not getting the whip, but at the same time, like, why even
0: have a slave then? But I think that it's almost like there's sort of, uh, like, misusing the word slave. Like, in this society, they don't understand what slavery actually is. It's like, you have to make these people do things. I feel like this has become
2: us mad that he's not treating his slaves poorly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm certainly not mad. I love the fact that the Skywalkers have a pretty nice, you know, like, middle-income living, but, like... What are you doing calling them slaves? Like, what, what is keeping them from saying, listen, little Italian flying thing, like, get out of my face. You don't own me. Yeah. First of all, you're like a quarter my size. <laughs> yeah. I could put you in a box and keep you in a closet. You know what I mean? I could enslave you. What is keeping them? They First of all, because they don't even live with him. That's the other thing. No, they just go home. They live like two towns over. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how this guy has whatever ownership rights over the skywalker family it makes no sense to me
1: we're talking right now we're in what this this is the wormhole of this movie that sucks it starts at minute 20 and ends at minute like at hour an hour of 05 like, yeah it's definitely over an hour the middle 45 minutes of this movie where they go to tatooine that could be resolved in 15 minutes but they take their fucking time and the boy tells me you want to sponsor him in the race. How can you do this? Not on Republic credits, I think. <laughs> my ship will be the entry fee. Oh, not bad, not bad. Huh? Nubian, huh? It's in good order, except for the parts I need. What would the boy ride? He smashed up my pod in the last race.
0: Uh, so, okay, so a little bit of the plot that I guess is they go to
1: Tatooine Why? They go to Tat in the beginning of the movie, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jinn right. uh, run afoul of the train, Trade Federation. And they have to, then they go to Naboo because it's being fucking persecuted. And they're like, oh, we'll take this ship to Coruscant, which is this kind of really, when you're a little kid watching a Star Wars movie growing up with the other Star Wars movies, like, ooh, Coruscant. This is the planet that everybody always talks about. You never see because they never really had the budget for it.
0: Right. It's the big city right. planet.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it's an invention of the expanded universe, though, I think. I don't think it was even really mentioned. No, you're probably right. Yeah. 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 I think I think they they included shots of it at the end of Return of the Jedi in the special edition. The re-release. Yeah. There's yeah. like because
0: it's all like the celebratory, like they're celebrating yeah. all over the galaxy. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit.
1: But yeah. They're, they're like, oh, man, I'm going to finally see Coruscant. That's awesome. Oh, wait, our ship just got a mechanical problem where we got shot by something I don't even fucking
2: remember.
0: Classic Star Wars universe, by the way. Something's <laughs> oh, just yeah. breaking down. Well, you
2: know, you don't really... This, at least this movie addresses it, because, like, when you take off from a spaceship, you could, you could, like, hit a duck or something. You don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> and some space ducks? Yeah, it's space you know, ducks
0: you're... from Endor with all the space chickens and all that other shit yeah. they had in that
1: first Ewok movie. Yeah, so
2: you know, so they, they just they fucking blow a tire or whatever the fuck, yeah. and, have and to... then Anakin says fudge to Qui-Gon, and Does they, he have say to fudge? Fudge. they have to wash out his mouth with soap. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about a Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know, but it right. wasn't really fudge. He actually said something really Star Wars-y offensive, <laughs> like Nerf herder. So they blow a town and bumble fuck
1: world and they're like, oh shit, we have to go to this shit ass hillbilly planet where there's slaves. <laughs> it's the only planet in the galaxy that still has slaves for some <laughs> reason. And, they're, you know, Qui-Gon's like, look, we got to find, you know, our hyperdrive or blucklock thing is broken. We got to go get it <laughs> fixed. Let me go haggle with this Italian. <laughs> and this guy's like, hey, why are you coming to my store? You don't
2: have it He's like, oh, I have these space credits. It's
1: like, I don't I don't use your foreign currency. I need something
2: you can trade. <laughs> When you try to tag with the Italian, you're, you're there for, like, two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. This, this should be, like, all right, if you want to...
1: There's so many things wrong in a storytelling way of this. It's like, one, if the movie's about Anakin Skywalker, let's get to him before minute 30. Please! <laughs> Two, why the fuck does Anakin Skywalker have to be a child? A little baby man in this movie.
0: (laughs) It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense.
1: And three, just pick him up and let's fucking go. Let's get back to Coruscant. Let's do
0: things. No, because we have to... Like That's like Lucas's whole idea of you know, creating this world, and he thinks, like, he's he's really, you know, getting into these characters, because I think that even with the original trilogy, right, like, that's still a bit of a criticism about it, is, like, there's all these hollow characters. Sure. So this is what happens when he tries to make every character have its own importance, is that quite literally every character has some friggin' thing going on that has to be addressed for no less than 10 minutes. So everything, even like, you get like the Italian mechanics problems. You know, he's got like a bad wife at home that's like ragging on him for some reason, you know, and he just can't stand it. But it's against his religion to get a divorce from her or some shit. You got to hear his sob story. It's There's scenes with just him and Jake Lloyd. And they're talking in their Babudu aba Aba language. And you're just like, you know what? I signed on to this movie for you and the Fuck McGregor. <laughs> and you know what? Liam Neeson's a great added bonus. And where are they right now? Nowhere, because I'm in this fucking intergalactic mechanic shop with a fucking flying Italian bumblebee gonzo thing <laughs> and a
1: fucking little turd child who's rambling off in this language where there's no subtitles. No, I mean, and that's another thing. I mean, like, you had R2-D2 in the first movie. we like, oh, you don't know what he's saying, but he's talking to somebody who speaks English. You've got, you yeah. know, and it's just... Back and forth, bleak block, glib, blah, blah. They
0: respond like in, but with R2 and C3PO, for example, like, you know, he'll be like, and then he's like, oh, how dare you? And like responds with a question and like repeats what he said accusatorily or something like that. Yeah. That's not this. It's just them gobbledygooking back and forth and nothing's getting translated and nothing's happening because they're just looking at each other.
2: <laughs> so it's just like a useless, like, two or three minutes of chit chat. Oh, that happens more than once because he also talks to Sebulba outside, like, some galactic oh, diner.
1: Sebulba. Migadababa, Sebulba. And it's just like, shut the fuck up, kid. You and your dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that kid has no soul.
2: Chesko Sebulba. So
0: they're there, and the whole thing is like, yeah, like, Liam Neeson's got all these intergalactic space bucks, and this Italian <laughs> refuses to take them. So he's like, okay. Well,
1: no, Liam Neeson's essentially trying to write a space check. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I got sp- <laughs>
2: And you can't just... The you che- can't, the, he's like, he's waving his hand. The check will not bounce.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's like... He's like trying to write a personal check. And he's like, no, man, debit card or higher." <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally right. He
0: doesn't have any ID, first <laughs> no. of all. That's actually kind of a funny part is he does try the old Jedi mind trick on this Italian. And he's like, oh, I'm a fucking whatever. That doesn't work on me.
2: Convenient.
0: Yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. storytelling. You
2: know he does says works on him. He's like, that doesn't work on me. Only money. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, what? Mo- money works all <laughs> over this fucking guy. It also works on me. Not anyone's interested? <laughs> yeah, this character
1: is done with the subtlety of Father Guido Sarducci, by the way. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so he's like, all right, we can't come to any sort of an agreement about this <laughs> payment, apparently.
1: Nine minutes later. You're
0: not going to take my fucking diner's club card. <laughs> so, we're going to gamble on a pod race. Yeah. And then this is the fucking black hole of this movie. Winner because, takes
2: slave. <laughs> yeah,
0: winner takes slave, and hyperdrive part or whatever the shit.
2: Yeah,
1: and by the way, Qui Gon Jinn is sensing something in this little boy, and he's like, you know, this little boy's got. I think he's you know he's he's got some Jedi powers,
2: and I, I don't know how it manifests itself. Like you know, he oh, just, I think I think he mentions that he were, he's like a pod racer. He's like. Oh, to be a pod racer, you must be of great reflexes, Jedi-like reflexes, cat-like reflexes. Yeah, and like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) so he's like, yeah, yeah, you do. You're really great. So maybe, hey, you want to come fly home with me? Like, here's what happens. A priest goes into a bumblefuck town and takes (laughs) a child for his own purposes.
0: And he's like, he's telling the mom, like, listen. I'm going to take him. I'm going to teach him all sorts of things. He's going to have a great life with me instead of being your slave. He can be my slave student.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's but my if, Padawan learner with a cute little haircut. But, <laughs> but first I'm going to need to cut up his arm and take blood and then send it to, to Rome via computer. <laughs> to The Vatican to see to see what we're talking about here. Metachlorian wise, because of course, that is Metachlorians what was invented for this movie to be i guess what the the unit of measurement for the force i guess <laughs> i
0: think that's what you can gather is the more medichlorians in your bloodstream the, better, the right?
1: better jedi you are fucking come on everybody like this is like <laughs> this is really falling into a 90s trap Because in all 90s movies, there's got to be results on a blood test. Yeah, it's fucking
0: (laughs) Star Wars DNA evidence. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I'm watching the fucking
1: Pelican (laughs) breathe. And
0: what's ridiculous is it doesn't even stop there, though, because not only do we have this science aspect of it, but then crazy Star Wars religion world gets thrown into the whole thing. Because isn't that also where... Because he sends the test back and they're like, oh, this is weird. It's almost 100% metachlorians in his blood. Yeah. What could that possibly mean? And he's like, well, that... My theory is that means that the father was 100% metachlorian. What? So he was just birthed by the force? Yep. (laughs) What the fuck? He's Jesus. You know what? I never thought I'd say this. Give me Ewoks any day, man. Yeah. Yeah. This this is...
2: You know, another thing is like when... They find out Luke Skywalker has force abilities. And even when they hint at like Princess Leia also is possible to be a Jedi, no one, no one ever fucking says the M word, you know? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's saying you that. You'd think M it would word. come up. No one's rolling their
1: sleeve up in a galaxy far, far away. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like th- in all
0: of the Star Wars universe ever, there's never been a mention of blood. Blood. <laughs> never. Ever. Why? Because when people get killed in Star Wars, there really isn't any blood. More so in those re-releases where he made damn sure there wasn't any blood (laughs) coming off of that fucking ice monster's arm and whatever other shit's (laughs) going on. So why... And and this is the other thing. He says, I've read things and seen interviews with him where he says that that shit's been there from the beginning Mm -hmm. you are a lying jerk sir yeah it's bullshit
1: well that's that's all his thing is it's all reverse engineering and the idea that i have now must mean the idea that i had 20 years ago is faulty which is such fucking spurious reasoning i can't even get into it well now it's like the whole thing with like this is
0: coming out in 3d and then the, the other two prequels might be 3d and whatever and it's like again so you're saying that you know, because of your, like, revisionist mind that you have, you know, so you're saying, what, you always envisioned these movies to be in 3D, even though when you made these movies and came up with this idea, you were living in a time in where 3D technology was so cheap and gimmicky that it was considered a complete joke invented solely to try to get people back into the movie theaters after the advent of television which was killing the cinema so you're telling me that a a fucking technical idea that was a poison to your art form was an original part of your whole master plan you're such a lying turkey neck piece of shit
2: (laughs) you know and that's another thing about this 3d thing i guess some people think this is a new trend in cinema i feel like every few generations they try to pull 3D again just far enough so that you've forgotten it existed. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried it in the early 80s. They tried it in the 50s. And it's, for better, I mean, for most part, it's fucking garbage. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand the point of it.
0: Dude, the timetable matches up. It's like a weird fucking rare meteor shower. Like, every <laughs> 30 years, the movie industry is like, hey, 3 ds back. Isn't it great? You forgot how much you love 3D. And I'm sorry everybody. Let's just start this right now. The point of this podcast, this specific episode is so we can start a petition for people to fucking boycott seeing this Phantom Menace in 3D. No, you
1: yeah, know that's that's the whole point. That's why we wanted to do this. Is honestly, it's worse that the movie itself is worse than you remember it.
0: Yes. And if he has said like okay, Phantom Menace tanks in the theaters, I won't do the other two in 3D. Well, listen, we want it to tank. Everybody should want this fucking venture for nothing more than financial gain
2: to just tank. God, I mean, you're going to be. Th- this doesn't hold up well at all. Like the the CGI and the, these creatures and the, even the spaceships, fucking annoyed me looking at them. How fake they looked. And then if that's going to be flying around in my fucking face. Do you
1: Forget about that, it. What just out of curiosity what George Lucas might need this money for? Do you think that there is a bunch of scientists working around the clock? that have the cure for turkey neck within their grasp, <laughs> but they just need another $100 million to get them over the, the red line. And he's like, fuck it, put it in 3D. I just need to get this thing off my face. I think that's completely plausible. And they
2: keep on wanting more, and they keep on making up bullshit like he does. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, you're, actually your Metachlorian count's a little low. We're going to need more money. <laughs> oh, no, my uh, Metachlorian
0: count's low. <laughs> quick, put another one of my movies back out in theaters. So anyway, this pod race...
1: It's a, yeah, there's, there's set up that there's this bad guy named Sepulba who's got like, he looks like a weird, uh what do you call it there? A- amputee. Like, he's got no legs and he's got
2: these big, Well, he's got like, arms. like he's got, no, he's got like really weak legs that he like eats with and he's got these giant arms that he walks around on because, yeah. you know, alien, whatever. Yeah, sure. it's
0: kind of like a crab.
2: Like, he uses his feet to like, yeah, like you but, said, like yeah. eat and
0: whatever else. And he walks on his hands because that's creative. And he's, so got, he's
2: got like a dog head.
1: Yeah, he's a, as far as creature designs in this movie, he's one of the best.
0: Yeah, he looks good. It's You know what, though? It's still a CG creature. It is. Yeah. And that's another thing that you see in this movie that's just, we've mentioned it before, but again, it just does not work. You have puppet creatures and the CG creatures, like, interacting. Like, there's that one part where... Uh, uh, Jar Jar Banks like knocks something over and there's big fat it's like a big fat puppet suit it's like a guy in a suit oh yeah it's, it's terrifying like, yeah it's like hey what are you doing or yeah. whatever and then it's like a guy in a suit talking to a cartoon creature yeah it just looks awful like it's such a bad idea and in this movie too there definitely is a shot of uh, totally digital Yoda
1: yeah. But the first of, of many. Uh but obviously. you do you do get puppet Yoda. You do, you do you do get though. some puppet Yoda who looks exactly hilariously like Mark Hamill for some reason. <laughs> I never would have thought it
0: unless you brought it up, but we will have some some clear as day Yoda screen caps on the Facebook page. This puppet Yoda is designed to look like Mark <laughs> Hamill. I don't know why. Like it's because he's like kind of younger or whatever, so yeah. there's less wrinkles on Yoda's face, I guess. But he just looks like Mark Hamill, and it's really <laughs> weird. Like, what is that trying to say about like the Star Wars genealogy? Like, maybe Yoda was
1: the father. Maybe Yoda oh? was Anakin's father. Like, he went, he he was flying around town, and he just <laughs> he got a fucking flat tire, and this slave was like, "Oh, I'll fix it." And he fucked her, and it's like in, it's like in the Devil's Advocate. And she had all these claws on the back of her on
2: her back. <laughs> Maybe if they did, like, sequels instead of prequels, you'd see Luke Skywalker as Mark Hamill slowly grow into a Yoda. Oh, like, is he
0: just, like, is Luke Skywalker just lives forever?
2: Yeah, yeah. he just, like, he slowly becomes, like, smaller and greener and older. <laughs> and, like, he just turns into this. Thing. And maybe that's what all Jedi Yoda is just, like, what Jedi look like when they get old. Why not? Sure. I will completely buy that. Nah, that's it. So the bet is on now. Right. right. And...
1: You know, and there's all this pre- like not only all right, so we had all this stuff. We have already met Natalie Portman's character, she's kind of playing this double role, which we'll I don't even know if we'll get into it. Who cares? But basically, like it's like this weird like princess of the P- Prince-, Prince of the Pauper scenario. Yes, it is right. It like
0: is. she is she is the queen of Naboo, mm. Right. And uh she's got her double for security purposes played by an unknown Kira Knightley. That's how she got her start. And the whole the whole thing of the movie, which I didn't even remember, just because I, I just, I completely blocked this movie for the most part. And you just think of, you know, Natalie Portman is Queen Amidala, and that's the fucking end of it. Right. But in this first movie, you don't know that she's the queen until the way end of the movie. Um, what a, and there's what, a big reveal when they're on that frog planet or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second, is that a reveal? And you guys it's, are like, yeah.
2: It's totally a crazy is. twist ending. <laughs>
0: I totally just forgot it, and I yeah. thought that she was just trying to trick Qui-Gon Jinn so she could come along on the adventure. Oh. I mean, which she was, a yes. Li- but li- I thought that the audience was in on that.
2: That was a little phantom menacing of her
1: own.
0: That was a little <laughs> phantom menacing of your of her own, yes.
1: So, I mean, look, like, we've got all this, like, her planet has been enslaved by this. Well, cr- this to, cr- to
2: be fair, her <laughs> They're they're withholding some trade routes towards her planet. It's well, no, but there's like... also camps going on. There's oh, well, they, they oh, by this time they have they have come down to this ground, right, right, because Darth Sidious was like, just do it anyway, go invade, yeah. Whatever. They,
1: they, so it's a
2: been... corporate army.
1: Yeah, her, it's, it is a corporate army. Think about it, and you know, her, <laughs> her planet's been invaded by these droids. There's fucking camps, and here we are on Tatooine waiting for the fucking muffler to get fixed yeah. and twiddling our
2: thumbs. And taking in spectator sports. Like, <laughs> yeah. what?
1: It is, it is
0: such cinematic thumb twiddling. Like, you're totally right. And it's just, it's this big fucking race. And the whole thing is to show you that he has, you know, Jedi, like, super Jedi potential. Yeah. You know, like, in, his, in the race, like, his pod racer starts breaking down and he, like, fixes it no problem. Like, yeah. he's very smart and all this stuff. Like, and it's... It's fine, but just tell me that his body's pumped full of metachlorians, and that means he's going to be a great Jedi, and I'll believe you. You can can feed me that line of bullshit. I'll eat it up, and we can just get on with our movie.
1: But it's like you can't have this kind of a race in the middle of a movie or even like two-thirds into a movie and not let it be the ending. Mm -hmm. You can't just... At at the one hour mark, you can't have the last game in the
2: Hoosiers movie played, <laughs> and just expect people to bounce back from that. Yeah, I feel like in a Star Wars movies like this, like I feel like it should have been if you're gonna have a race, have it be like a chase, you know, like yeah. have it some have it being fleeing. There's a life and death situation instead of. Uh... Freedom or slavery situation. I
0: guess. But it's also just like friendly competition. Yeah. Like, this is just what these people do on
2: Saturdays. <laughs> although, although Sabobo did try to sabotage Anakin Skywalker and he, whatever, fixed it. One guy crashes and dies. Whoopty the fuck do. Although there are Tusken Raiders. With with rifles just shooting at these pod which I found amazing. I don't know what that is, what that's even supposed to suggest. Well, I mean, because they're just the little scamps of the
0: planet. Like, Tatooine, like, they're like the rats of Tatooine, <laughs> you know? And it's like, when they're shooting at you, like... Yeah, it's a threat, but it's just kind of like,
2: oh, oh look, but it's the Tuscan they Raiders. they got nothing better to do. <laughs> like, they don't have, they don't have television. They don't watch your holograms. Whatever you, <laughs> they don't, they don't care for your sport of racing, enter, enter, like uh, engines. Sorry. Well, maybe it's
0: a thing where, like, you know,
2: because they,
0: they, as the Tuscan Raiders, are really opposed to like the Tatooine-approved slavery system, <laughs> and they're like, you know what everybody's equal. We're just going to live out in the desert. You know, we're going to be out on the cursed earth and and you, you can have your slavery, but we're not going to be a part of that.
2: And they're operating like this underground railroad that we don't really know about. (laughs) So they're actually trying to help Luke in a new hope, but, (laughs) but it was misinterpreted. Because there's that language barrier. That, no one understands. Understand. You know hurt, hurt,
0: hurt. If the universe could just get together and, you know, learn each other's language and just evolve with one another, that wouldn't have happened. No. The Tuscan Raiders would have saved him. Yeah. And it would have been a completely different
1: movie. <laughs> and so, I mean... He wins the fucking race. you fuck. I mean, like, really? Who cares? He wins like, the race. Like he's
2: like, he's not going to win this race. Like, anyone who was ever had any suspense over this goddamn sequence that lasts like thirteen minutes—so fucking long. It's like a thirteen-minute race. And don't worry if you miss anything. Greg proofs is narrating it for you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there is, like, this ridiculous two-headed narrator, one speaking a gobbledygook universe language, and the other one is just
1: Greg Proops. It's straight out of a Popeye cartoon. Like, there's no—this <laughs> big, like, un—like, uh biologically incorrect creature is mm-hmm. just standing there, and it's all—it's a, just a big wink at the audience, and who cares? Yeah. But—so so he wins the race, and— Liam is like, great, you're going to come with me now and live with me, and your mom's still going to be a slave. Isn't that going to be great? And
0: she's
2: going to die alone. Yeah. That's what, again, it
0: just makes no sense. Because, like, Anakin Skywalker goes up to Qui-Gon Jinn and is like, listen, man, like, sure, I'll come and learn all your <laughs> circus tricks and whatever, but, like, <laughs> you got room in that shit for my old lady? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm sorry, she has to stay here. She's owned by that big Italian over there. What? Yeah, exactly. What what is keeping her? What fucking is chaining her to this desert planet? Like just just Get on the ship with the rest of them, <laughs> Mom Skywalker, and just go. What is the problem? I don't I don't think he
1: wants to, his mother asking all sorts of questions. I think that's really what it is.
2: <laughs> you know, the original series characters would not stand for this bullshit. Try to sell that load of shit to Han Solo. No, yeah, he's like, get on my fucking ship. I'm a smuggler. I'm yeah. going to smuggle you, slave. Yeah, yeah. I am a fucking
0: hero. Yeah. And as a hero, I rescue people, okay? Yeah. Even though it's Han Solo and he's a little bit of a reluctant hero, okay? Like, he's still going to do it because he knows... He's gotta do the right thing. Yeah. But that you're right. That's a thing where, like, technically, like that fucking Italian bumblebee would probably just be like, Oh yeah, you can take her with what do I care? Get out of here, both of you dead deadbeats. I'll rent out your apartment to someone else.
1: <laughs> or yeah, or an Italian bumblebee's like, Oh, you son of a bitch, I'm gonna take something from you. And you fucking whip out your lightsaber, like, get go on your fucking go on your gondola. All right, pal? Because <laughs> I'm taking this lady and the boy. That's
0: true. I really think it comes down to Qui Gon Jinn. You know what? Like, not for nothing, but Obi Wan Kenobi's just, he's growing up a little bit. It's not <laughs> as exciting anymore. Like, that yeah. could be what we're dealing with here. I don't want to say that it's a definite thing, it's a possibility. Like you said, Steve, a monk rolls into town, <laughs> picks up a kid, tells his mom he's going to teach the kid all sorts of magical things, and leaves. It may be for the best that Qui-Gon Jinn doesn't make it to the end credits of this movie. I'm just putting yeah, that out but there. But
2: think about that. Like, that could be an easy racket to do. Because he doesn't really show off his four skills down there in front of that mom. And he, he's just, it's a dude in a robe, shows up to your desert house and says, I want to take your son he's special. <laughs> <laughs> and you just let it
1: happen? No, I mean, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, because she's a slave and she has no options. Right. But she. There's no fucking reason in retrospect there's no why sl- she there's, doesn't go on that ship. There's no slavery. There's, <laughs> it's just it's all a big
0: fucking facade. <laughs> no one is enslaved in anything. They have an awesome townhouse that I would kill to fucking live in. You're <laughs> yeah. not a slave if you have two stories on your house. <laughs> you're not. If you have a house, you're not a slave. Like, it mm. makes no sense yeah, that no br-
1: these people are called slaves. There's no bruises. There's no nothing. I mean, like... They don't have income, but they have food. You know what I mean? Like, they have...
2: They're taken care
1: of. No, I mean, like, I'm not... No one on this show is uh, uh, condoning slavery in any way. (laughs)
0: But if you're going to say that someone's a slave in a movie, make sure you know what slave
1: means, George Lucas. Or there's a chain somewhere that they can't go anywhere because there is no chains, and no one's watching her. She could have just fucking, like... There is not even a goddamn fence in this movie.
0: (laughs) No! There's no fence to be found. Nary a fence. It just—it makes no sense. I'm sorry. It, she should have got on that ship, and I think Qui-Gon Jinn just didn't want her on there for, no. for his reasons.
2: By the way, one last thing on Tatooine. Even though we're in Mos Espa, Jabba the Hut cameo. <laughs> He got around. You're yeah. right.
0: And there's like some gag at the end of the re- and you know what? It's probably the smartest inside joke of the entire movie. The end of this 13-minute-long pod race sequence, everyone's like all excited or whatever, that Anakin won, blah, blah, blah. They cut up to the stands. Jabba the Hutt has fallen asleep. <laughs> and someone like goes like, Oh, Master Jabba, like taps him on his fat slug shoulder, and he wakes up like, yeah. oh, is
1: this sequence over with? And this is uh, Jabba the Hunt, this is a lot yeah. slimmer So it's like 1980s Marlon Brando Versus <laughs> 1995 Marlon Brando He hadn't turned that corner yet oh, yeah. Jabba the Hunt was still getting
2: roles That were worthwhile <laughs> this, is, this is before Jabba was only on that dais You know <laughs> Hey yo, dear uh, Captain Tapos Missa back No, again, Jaja You start going to the bosses
0: You saw a big doo-doo this time so, I think we kind of have to just get into him. He was mentioned briefly when we talked about the uh, the spectrum of racism in this movie. But, can we just, can yeah. we get
2: into Jar Jar Banks? There we go. I'm really reluctant, but yeah, I guess we have. Well, I mean, because... Th- it's almost like everything's been said already, you know what? I mean, that's
0: the thing, is like, I don't want to sit here making all the, jo- uh, the, the Jar Jar jokes, because uh, it's just treading the oldest of water. But, I mean... He's just that. I mean, because it's kind of the next step in this movie after they get everything together. No, it's not. I'm sorry. This comes before. Does it not? Yeah, yeah, when he he takes him to the other planet. Yes, the fucking frog space sequence or whatever. (sighs) But I just want to, I mean, I want to put out there the most ridiculous part about this character. And it's not that, you know, he talks like a, you know, racist, like minstrel character or whatever, anything like that. It's the fact that the beginning of this movie. When you're introduced to him, he's, like, this petty thief or whatever. Like, he's just a shitty criminal. Yeah. And they're like, wow, look at this degenerate or whatever. And everyone in this fucking town hates him. And they're like, we don't want you here anymore, Jar Jar Biggs. And Liam Neeson's like, oh, this will be the perfect guy to lead us through your fucking shitty water city.
1: Well, there's this, the oldest of old, like non-religious things that people put in movies that th- that have fake religions is oh you saved my life so i'm indebted to you forever and ever and ever uh-huh. which is complete garbage right. Yeah, right and uh so you know he starts following them around and they're really annoyed by him qui-gon jinn and obi-wan kenobi are like god what the fuck is this guy's deal and <laughs> they're like how do we find the a, the best thing is, uh you McGregor, when he first meets him, he goes, what's this? What is this?
0: <laughs> it is, It is again, like, I feel if, if we went back and really, like, combed through this movie, there may be a handful of these, like, the creators of this movie being like, god damn it. We know we're getting paid so much money from George Lucas and whatever, but we fucking hate this. Because you have the hilarious Jabba sleeping thing, and then this Jar Jar introduction, where yeah, he quite literally is saying, "What is this?" You're right; the whole audience was thinking the same thing: "What is this ridiculous cartoon character?"
1: No, and he, you know, he turns into this thing where he he introduces them to this sea the sea world of the Naboo, which is his race of Gundans where there's this big, fat Reginald L. Johnson-looking motherfucker <laughs> running the whole thing, and he looks like a big frog.
0: Well, my, my thing that I was bringing up about the most ridiculous part of Jar Jar Binks is the fact that beginning of this movie, he's a petty thief. Yeah. And through this whole movie, he does nothing. Accomplishes, like, kills in battle by accident, and it's all just, like, this hammy comic bullshit. At the end of the movie... <laughs> He is awarded, like, some fucking medal, like, his people. He's a general. Yes, he's, like, General Banks at the end of this movie. Like, a, we mentioned this sometime in the past about how easy it was to move up through the ranks of the Star Wars universe. But I'm telling you what, like, yeah. someone forgot to sign something somewhere. Because, like, this is the worst idea for a promotion I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, he's nothing but goddamn sight gags. He's always just falling over himself. How is that a leader? No, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> it's not. And it's just, yeah, that's all he does. He stops the movie dead whenever he shows up. He's got shitty one-liners. And, I mean, like, people outcried him. This was – and, you know, that's the problem about Jar Jar Binks. He's, like, the figurehead of the shittiness of this movie. Because you'll hear people be like, well, if you ignore Jar Jar Binks, it's kind of a good movie. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> that's, that's an
0: argument people use? Yeah, you yeah, will hear pe- that.
2: People act like Jar Jar is what tainted the prequels. And with if, if that was, like, eliminated, it could have been something good. But it's, like, it's just not. It's just a mess regardless.
0: That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you
2: remove that character,
0: it's still a horrible, shitty movie. Case in point. Jar Jar Binks has nothing to do with that 13-minute pod racing sequence I had to sit through.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He, and nor the viceroys. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's got nothing to do with those
0: viceroys. like nothing that I hated the most about this movie has to do with Jar Jar Binks. Like, I hate Jar Jar Binks, but you are a fool to sit there and say that he's the worst
1: part of this movie. No, exactly. And we, you know, we get back on the, we run afoul at Darth Maul, which I guess we could talk about too, which sure. is. He, I guess he's, like... Darth Ball. is this really, like, weirdly iconic character, just from design alone, and, like, the fact that the only two things he does are the best things in this movie, which are the two <laughs> fight scenes. Right. Yeah. So, like, he's like, oh my god, Darth, It's really kind of a smart way to make... Like, he is the Boba Fett of the new trilogy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, he's very, got
2: a couple good scenes, and then he's gone.
1: Yeah, very very little to do, and people really reacted to him really positively, but, like, he just doesn't do anything. He's He should have been a presence in this movie. He should be a menacing thing that's always there, that's always kind of popping up at the wrong time. But he has two fight scenes and says maybe four words. Yeah, there's that one part where it's a a total
0: missed opportunity where he's, like, parked his big space cruiser outside of Mos Espa. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Like, he's spying on them. Like, he's going to go into this village and fucking murder people. How cool is this going to be? Because I saw from the preview and my Burger King Kids Club pack with his fucking action figure in it that this guy is a badass. Yeah. And no, he spies from afar and then sends a bunch of little drones into the city to do like some legwork on investigating (laughs) the main characters. And
2: that's it. Well, even Darth Maul recognizes that it's a child and you don't attack a group, a party when they have a child in it. Yeah. Darth (laughs) Maul would kill kids. Oh, I I would love it. He would be great at killing kids, but George Lucas disagrees. If he just fucking gores him with his horns. Just... <laughs> that would be great. Like, if he was bad in that fight with Qui-Gon Jinn, if he just fucking headbutted him. Oh, yeah. Just, like, man. spikes in his head. One, man. like, breaks
0: off in yeah. Liam Neeson's oh. forehead. <laughs> and that then, would be sick. Yeah,
2: Darth Maul. Both of their faces are just covered in blood. That's how you
0: got to make and, these movies, George Darth, Lucas. Darth
2: Maul's, like, licking it off his own cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and also... He did, in Revenge
0: of the Sith, finally grow the balls to kill kids. Because there's that yes. one scene when all the, like, Jedis are getting wiped out at the end or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, and he just co- He comes upon, like, that little group of Padawans or whatever, like, at a study session. <laughs> <laughs> just and, finishes them all. Yeah,
1: it's like lightsaber on, and we cut, and we know exactly <laughs> what happened in that scene. That's
0: a brilliant piece of editing in, in that Revenge of the Sith. I'll give that movie that.
1: But, yeah, I mean, like, so, you know, the, that's your villain. Your other villain is Palpatine,
2: who we, we meet when we get to Coruscant in well, a more real way. This is right. the best part of that, this goddamn movie when it came out. And people were like, oh, is it Palpatine or is it not? But yeah. Insidious, not Palpatine. I mean, it's obviously Palpatine, but you didn't think it'd be so goddamn obvious, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, he just, yeah. Like, oh, maybe it's not, maybe Sidious is not Emperor Palpatine because that'd be really fucking obvious and dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: no, that just goes to show. Don't think too much with Star Wars prequels.
2: And by the way, in the future, I mean, the carry on on the Darth name. Okay, so I'm going to keep calling you Darth Vader all the time, but don't you fucking call me Darth Sidious. It's yeah, like Emperor Palpatine.
0: <laughs> like what? Yeah, you know what? Like they're they're like they're uh they're 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 like hanging out with each other like one night in the command room. Like it's just the two of them or whatever. And you know, Darth Vader just lets it slip and like calls him Sidious. Like that would happen. Like that's one of those that's things what it should happen. where like two great leaders like get in a room and it's like. All right, Jim, I need you to do this for me. Yeah, Bob, yeah. I can't do that. You know, it's like, now, now listen, Vader, you're going to sit down and you're going to listen to what I say. No, Sidious, you've gone too far. Like, that conversation has to happen. <laughs> if you're telling me you wrote all this shit, you yeah. lying son of a bitch, that should have happened in one of those first three movies.
2: If you if you have a goddamn Sith name, you, it's got to get used. Yeah, right? I mean, the, either, uh, Especially with another Sith. Two sits hanging out, man. <laughs> Two <laughs> sits having a beer. Like, what,
1: yeah. what, what, I would love it if it's just like uh, you know they're they're having a beer or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, give me another one, Sidious." And he's like, "It's Emperor Palpatine." And then he's just there, there's that moment, and he's like, "You don't believe in this shit anymore, man." <laughs> like this was our that was your religious name, okay? Don't tell me what
0: my religious name was,
1: Vader. All right.
0: <laughs> I made you. Let's not forget. (laughs)
2: And this is the worst part about Emperor Palpatine. He's not the type of candidate you want to have a beer with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we get back and we meet Terrence Stamp, who's in this movie. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Terrence Stamp. (laughs) Come on in.
2: Chancellor Valorum. I would have lost 10 bets if you are
1: like, you know, Terrence Stamp's an emperor. It, it is in Phantom Menace. Like, absolutely not. That's that's hogwash. I would have remembered Terrence Stamp.
0: Dustin Hoffman in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, t- I'll tell you this, Steve. Ask me what Terrence Stamp does in this movie.
1: What does Terrence Stamp
2: do in this movie?
0: I have no idea. Because he's there for a scene. He says something to, I think, Natalie Portman, and then fucking spreads wings and flies away.
2: <laughs> he's the head of the Galactic Senate as okay. the Chancellor. Yes. Okay. And then... Padme, because she's an evil bitch, but <laughs> votes no confidence in Valorum. I'm, I'm explaining why she's evil. Yeah. He votes no confidence in Valorum, gets him, uh, ran out on a rail from the Galactic <laughs> Center. They shoot that Terran stab back into space like he's in goddamn Superman 2 again. Yeah. <laughs> then. He gets right into the Phantom Zone again. Yeah. Not again. <laughs> he's Whack. stuck in that class. Yeah. <laughs> Even whatever donkey alien was with him, (laughs) (laughs) voiced by Eddie Murphy, probably. So then, everyone votes like, "Hey, Palpatine, he's a cool dude. Let's make him chancellor." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm all for that." And that's and, and that's the story of Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the end of everything.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's when Palpatine put down his paintbrushes and decided to get into politics
1: <laughs> was with that one vote. Yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, like you know, Palpatine kind of engineers that. Like you, you know, he sure. whatever. He's Phantom Menace a little situation <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he does Phantom Menace situation. <laughs> I think but... Phantom Meddler might be a better name. <laughs>
0: Phantom
2: Diddler, <laughs>
0: Diddler. That is the That's the Qui-Gon Jin origin story. <laughs> Episode Zero, the Phantom Diddler.
2: Did
1: zero. I, <laughs> that's she realized. His mother realizes that his son's getting phantom. Like, there's that. There's got to be that next day. To, not to go all the way back to Palp- to Tatooine, but there's the next day after your son leaves when you kind of start relooking at the evidence, and yeah. you're, like, <laughs> you're like, "Oh shit!" Wait, wait. I just
2: did. My son just get kidnapped in <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get paid.
1: Yeah, but
2: no, I just gave away a slave.
1: A really good
2: slave. And now
1: fucking Cacciatore's on my ass. If I were a real slave, I'd have twice the work
0: in front of me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm not, so I'm going to go sit on my veranda and be a space slave.
2: Those lucky, those lucky space slaves. Oh man, if I could get s- that kind of racket, I'd be set.
1: But there's, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 senate, what I like to call the monster party, because it's
2: just <laughs> all these, it's all these
1: Draculas
2: and boogeymen from all the, corners of the galaxy. This, yeah. this is the problem: is George Lucas goes fucking overboard with these aliens, man. Because the original series, it's, mo- it's predominantly humanoid people. Yes. Even the aliens are usually humanoid. Yeah, they uh, just
0: have, like, a little bit of, like, makeup on or whatever. Although,
2: in New Hope,
0: there is that hilarious werewolf that is just <laughs> in the canteen. Yeah, there's an
1: honest-to-goodness you know,
2: werewolf honestly, in a New Hope. Why didn't he do a werewolf prequel? Oh, you know?
0: man, that would have been awesome. That would have
2: been better than this movie. And I don't know why Why does the universe get so less populated with these aliens after the Empire takes over. Is there some type of... Uh, Genocide we don't know about? Possibly. Because it's all be. white Brits in a New Hope and Empire. <laughs> And then I guess, yeah, you know what, here's what happened probably. So much genocide that they're like, listen, this, this whole camp situation we got going is like really tedious. Build the Death Star, one blow, we'll get it over with. <laughs> we'll just start going planet
0: to planet, yeah. just wiping them out. Yeah. No, it's true, because in these movies, especially in this, the first time we see this big Senate, which appears in all the other prequels, You just have all... Yeah, it's just a big old monster party. And then somehow between that fucking Revenge of the Sith and Into a New Hope, all the monsters went away and they were all replaced with white British actors. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's like Derek
1: Jacoby's
2: fucking... I don't know. Fan club. I, what is? What happened? There are so many bullshit random aliens in these prequels. I'm surprised the hamburger helper glove wasn't <laughs> wasn't in the sentence. Like <laughs> it's anything. I think I think there's some ET's. There's like I think there's some tin cans that talk. <laughs> yeah, like it is out of control. There's there's two <laughs> Wookies that
0: first of all, are made to sit in the back, by <laughs> yeah. the way. And they just, like, kind of stand up and cheer when uh, Padme comes in or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's just two Chewbacca's. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's just... By the way, you'll notice no Tusken Raiders whatsoever. No,
0: because right. they work outside of this government because they don't believe in it. It's not... You listen, if they went in there and they were like, listen, we want Tusken Raider representation in your intergalactic fucking Senate," they'd be like, all right, fine. We've had your desk waiting for you since day one. But you people decide to work outside our bogus slavery system. <laughs> and then they
2: throw a bunch of tea into the room.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. Well, that's probably why they don't let him in. Is because they're trying to have these Senate meetings. And then whoever has the floor is getting like rocks thrown at him by the Tuscan Raiders. But that's
1: actually a really good point, though. And that's what happens. He, like, you're telling me that the first and only person to say, hey, I can run the galaxy better is fucking emperor palpatine there are billions of people in this fucking senate <laughs> and like all it takes is one vote never goes rabble 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 and chew on their fucking pods uh, yeah I, I
0: yeah you're right no you're totally right yeah. like you're telling me in the history of this Senate's existence yeah. there wasn't nary a person who was like hey i disagree with that yeah the fucking
1: herculoids are right there they must be pissed <laughs> off
2: Maybe it's common practice and we don't know it. Like maybe maybe a Terran stamp gets ousted every year. <laughs> yeah. If this body is not capable of action, I suggest new leadership is needed.
1: I move for a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valorum's leadership. <laughs> a strong chancellor one who will not let our tragedy continue so he gets out and that's kind of that's actually the only real thing that happens in this movie that's of any consequence right. to the narrative of star wars right Am Yes. I wrong? yeah yeah no
0: because that's you it's that's what starts in motion like the chipping away like, oh. because by the end of that third prequel or whatever, like, that whole Senate fucking falls, and Yoda's yeah. got that big fight scene it, in there. It's the
2: start of uh, uh, Palpatine's, you know... Uh, it's uh, the rise of the Empire. Power. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. the rise
0: of the Empire. It's all... You know what? And this is... Kids at home, always vote, because one vote makes a difference. You wow. can see it here. You can yeah. see it here in this intergalactic Senate. One vote, Terrence Stamp was out on a rail, yeah. and here comes the Empire. You, if you, someone else stood up against him... Palpatine getting in there, who knows? Terrence yeah. Stamp still could have been president of the Senate or whatever the fuck goes on there. Could have yeah. prevented this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and I mean like happening. you
1: know he, Terrence look, here's the thing about Terrence Stamp as a leader. You know, he made a lot of promises about change and you know in his first term he wasn't able to do so much because he had all the tra- tractors. Yep. In the yeah, second he's got all these goddamn aliens screaming gobbling. <laughs> And in his second term, he could, without the fear of being ousted, he could really make
0: some difference. Right. If he's not worrying about whether or not he, Terrence Stamp, (laughs) is going to be reelected, he can just do whatever he wants and he doesn't have to listen to anybody because he is the president of the Senate.
1: Exactly. And no backwards werewolves yelling at him. That doesn't even matter anymore.
0: Now, here's the thing I want to put out there. One of the last times we spoke at length about Star Wars, we proposed a pretty awesome idea of an HBO set, wire-esque, <laughs> you know, uh, Cloud City with Billy D. Williams, older now, as Lando, crown hangs heavy, that whole business. Yeah. Here's something that I just kind of thought about that, you know, Aaron Sorkin, if you're listening, <laughs> let's maybe get this in, in motion. The Intergalactic Senate, okay, like way before the rise of the Empire, like way, way back an Aaron Sorkin West Wing type, the inner workings of the intergalactic (laughs) government. Everybody's just walking and talking. You know, like one episode's about like, You know, some Wookiees come in, and they're pissed off that their planet's got, like, this climate crisis, but the intergalactic Senate's not reaching out with any kind of aid.
1: Yeah, the John Spencer character is actually just a cup of dirt, because who cares? (laughs) (laughs) It's just a cup of dirt that talks and gets upset. I would
0: love to see, like, the eighth season of that show, when they're running out of ideas for different creatures, and it's just a talking ramen cup.
1: (laughs) It's bound to happen. So, I mean, yeah, that's, then we're kind of in the, the last throws of this movie, which is the best part of this movie. Like, once we yeah. get off Tatooine, really? once Palpatine, I mean, look, once Palpatine takes over the Senate, and there's this big standoff on Naboo, we really kind of get what, we, what you paid your, I guess, well, nine bucks at that time. That
2: Naboo battle was terrible. Oh, yeah. the With, the, uh, with all the... The battle bots and uh, <laughs> yeah. and what and those uh, frog people, Jar Jar Binks, and the Gundans
1: uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the Gundans decide to help the Naboo because apparently they have all of the military power on that planet, but still are subservient or submissive to the white people. Why do these little like? It makes no sense in a galaxy where, like, the Naboo's obviously physically stronger than all these white people. Yes. Same thing with, like, why isn't fucking Chewbacca telling fucking Han Solo where to get off? Why is this six-foot-tall werewolf monster Brains not over being... Braun. over bronze. Braids over bronze, you're thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's one of those things where
0: it just takes one. Like, yeah. And I'm not saying Chewie and Han because I know they have a good thing going and, like, their relationship <laughs> is fine. Whoa. But if you have a thing where it's like listen, this wo- this other Wookiee mechanic is working for this other, like, you know, intergalactic heartbreaker and whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they get into, like, a scuffle or whatever, and this Wookiee just grabs this white bread motherfucker by the throat <laughs> and just puts him up against a wall <laughs> and just kind of does the Planet of the Apes, like, no more kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, it kind of sets the wheels in motion right. for, like, listen, hey, everybody, we've been asleep for hundreds of years. We're huge fucking monsters, and these are just white
1: people. <laughs> yeah, Let's figure
2: it out. I feel like the... The, so part of the dynamic between the Han Solo Chewbacca relationship is like Chewbacca sort of needs Han to like navigate that human dominated waters that is the original trilogy uh-huh. in, in like with the Empire have taken over but I feel like back in the prequels the aliens should be telling the humans what's what so is it right because because in the future all these aliens are wiped out so obviously Chewbacca would be like well, well I'm not going to press the issue too much <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're saying like it's easier for a
0: Wookiee to get by in the prequel universe? It kind of a should thing. be. Well, but they I had don't a know. fucking senate seat at the very least. That's yeah. true. They did take that Tusken Raiders, yeah. and that uh, uh, cash kind or whatever that planet. That's yeah. a sweet place to live. I'll say it again. <laughs> that that Wookiee planet, forget it. Awesome, yeah, yeah. totally awesome. No wonder Yoda goes on vacation. Though,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I bet- there is that shitty thing in the third movie where he's like, "Oh, hey <laughs> Chewbacca." <laughs> No way does Yoda know who Chewbacca is. All the gin joints in all the
0: world, <laughs> you walk into mine, Chewbacca. <laughs>
2: oh God!
0: Can we talk <laughs> about the unnecessary uh, age difference between Anakin and Padme? Yeah, this... I think it's
1: twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> it just about. It does. It's it's one of the many, the multifaceted. And this is a bigger conversation. Is why start your story here.
2: Angel. What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. They live on the
0: moons of Diego, I think. You're funny, little
1: boy. Why does? So you've been you've been teasing this for years. The fucking the birth of Darth Vader. What happens to make this what's supposed to be a really good man into this monster? Right. I don't care about him as an eight-year-old
0: boy. No, not at all. Because unless it was a thing, like if you want to tell the story of Darth Vader and it is as such, he was always a dirtbag. He was always evil. He was like a fucking, (laughs) like Damien kind of kid. (laughs) Then that's one thing, because then you got this little kid running around. and He's really dangerous, and he gets his hand on a lightsaber and kills people. Or I
1: do it. I'm doing this for you, Anakin.
2: Clack. Or, I do it all for you. Or start it at the tipping point. Don't start it like ten years before he starts going a little iffy. Yeah. If
0: you, no, but. Uh, maybe not started I, at the tipping point. Started at least with him as a functioning adult who knows what an erection is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like this
2: whole movie well, judging from his dialogue in this movie, he really knows what an erection is. <laughs> when he's talking to Padme and he's all like, I got a lightsaber. <laughs> he's saying all these suggestive things. Well, no, he's just like, I know what, e- are you an angel? Like, that's yeah. a fucking line, no, kid. You're yeah, 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 <laughs> feeding her own wine. Half this movie is pickup lines it's either Qui-Gon to him or him to Patrick. <laughs> Let me tell you
0: something. Are you an angel, by the way? Listen, Jake Lloyd, she's a queen. She's heard them all before. <laughs> you got to come up with some better shit than that, buddy.
1: But so, yeah, like, why not? Have, like Because that's, like, that's the problem with, I think we were talking, when we were watching the movie, we were talking about, like, you know, I like that third movie, but it felt so rushed. I think, Eric, you said that. Yes. And it did because it took, we started so far back That by the time shit started happening, the whole trilogy of nine hours is over now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, you could have done that Revenge of the Sith. That whole third movie, he could have just been Darth Vader. Yes. Like, start from like yeah. open Revenge of the Sith with that fucking volcano fight, which is totally awesome. Yeah. Like, have that be the first scene of the movie somehow. Like, rearrange your story so that's what's going on. Yeah. And then you just have this whole
1: movie of him learning to walk and talk like Darth Vader. Yeah, and doing shit and killing kids and all, and actually hunting down the Jedi, which is something that was supposed to be the bread and butter of this trilogy which is probably shorter than this fucking pod race it is it is it is like a
0: 5 minute montage where yeah. you just see all the jedi knights just murdered at the end of the movie yeah. and just it's 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 quite literally like one scene dead another scene dead another yeah. scene yeah. dead kids
2: dead how cool it would have been if there was a whole movie of Darth Vader as Darth Vader going around hunting down jedi and yeah. killing them like taking its time like like staking out his prey and just because in the, the Revenge of the Sith, like, towards the end, it's just, like, I feel like there's a hundred kids really banging out those Imperial uniforms, and we, like, we need this for the last shot. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> at, at least establish the garb. I mean, I can't believe... The, the... No, he's he,
0: exactly. He's got to be like walking around like getting he like he centers in on the first Jedi Knight. He's like getting their schedule down <laughs> yeah. and their habits. It's like fucking Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer but with Darth Vader.
1: And
2: I I want that movie. You know, a new hope enters and it's and it's it's like oh the emperor empire has been around for a long fucking time and it's been brutal. But then, according to the prequels, it's been around for, what, like 15 years, yeah, maybe? Yeah, less than that. Less than that, yeah. Yeah, it's, so I, don't, I don't get
1: it. Who gives a shit? And, yeah, but, yeah, you're right. And then, but the other side of that is why why it's so weird to start your movie this early is you have a 16-year-old girl flirting with a 9-year-old kid. She should be babysitting. Yeah, totally. She could be his babysitter,
0: without a doubt. And you just, it's, it's honestly, it's just wasted opportunities to, hey, George Lucas, Develop your characters and have it be believable when they fall in love, not just a fucking walk on a grassy field one day or whatever the hell they do in the Clone Wars oh, movie. Fuck
1: that shit. Yes, <laughs> you know,
0: like actually, like work towards building something, but you can't do that because you've decided to make the male part of this couple a child, and it's useless. He could even, you know, what if you want to, if you want to keep all your dumb pod racing shit. You can still have that in. He's just like a teenage fucking gearhead. Yeah. You know, he loves racing pods, but he's fucking 16 yeah. years old. And you could,
2: that could play into, like, um, Lucas's interest in, like, 50s car culture yeah. and, and American graffiti in a way, a little bit. Why like, are
0: we figuring
1: this out for him so many years <laughs> later? Like, <laughs> like doesn't trying- he have yes men to be like, nah, excuse so me? This is, this is a teacher getting an F paper from a student and being like, oh, you do so much. You, you do such good work, George. What's. Look, all right. If this was your, if this is your first paragraph, right? Let's develop these ideas together. Let's sit down and yeah, no, no, no. This is how. This is your thesis. Like, fuck this shit. It's so annoying.
0: The um, the battle uh, on Naboo, uh, I believe. Like we talked about how that's like, it's totally like bogus or whatever. And I'll, I'll say it right now, and I don't know like what he souped up for the Blu-rays and whatever, because I'm not going to watch it. And I'm not going to care. We watched this <laughs> on a DVD. It was like the first round DVD, because that's all we needed. It's, you know, that's not going to sway your opinion of a movie. But those effects, man, they do not hold up. They're, They're like stinkers,
1: shit. man. Yeah, it's 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 all it's a big fucking. I think you said it looks like a Windows screensaver. Yeah, totally. I was waiting for a flying toaster to walk by. You
2: know what I mean? No, he was in the
1: Senate.
0: (laughs) We feel like the flying toaster race on this Universal Senate is not being represented fairly.
1: We are the, the green vortexes things that bounce around your computer, and we think we're not being represented by the Senate. We are the never-ending rows of colorful
0: pipes that continue to go around <laughs> your screen over and over again in an endless maze of confusion and beauty, and we are being underrepresented in this intergalactic Senate. <laughs> and I... Standing alone, the dancing baby,
2: here do declare. You know, you gotta, the Empire is right, man. You got to thin this hair. <laughs> Just thin him right out. Yeah. Just slim that shit down. Just come on. I mean, how much can we govern here? <laughs>
1: Oh, man. So here we go And this The best piece of music the, All of the other music in this movie is kind of who cares You don't even notice it It's, it's a John Williams score But finally And I've, this, I'm going to fucking out myself as a nerd Duel of the Fates starts playing. Holy shit. <laughs> that, which was released as an MTV video and won at TRL at least three times well, in I've 1999. Never, I've never seen it. Is it just clips from the movie? It is. It was like yeah. an extended trailer, but it was this... It was better than the
2: movie because it, it had, like, the good parts in it. It was just all the fight scenes and shit? Yeah, exactly. it was like mostly the lightsaber
1: fights with Darth Maul. <laughs> so that starts kicking in, and all of this, you know, uh, there's a big dumb battle on on Naboo with, between... Jar Jar Binks Peter Sellersing his way through this fucking herd of <laughs> battle bots, yeah, and then Anakin Skywalker also Peter Sellersing his way into a fucking flying machine that you yeah. know goes up to the. I guess there's like a command center
2: up. Yeah, it's a very. Oops, I won the war. <laughs> yep, uh, it happens twice. Yeah, he... uh, uh, Oops, I won too. He, he really. Uh... <laughs>
0: He really earnest P. Whirls his way through the end of this fucking third act.
1: Well, yeah, no, that's a more apt reference. I'm sorry, Peter Sellers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just a lot of button pushing. Like, hey, what does this do? Oh, I killed three people. And it's just him like... Hey, "Hey." Vern, what's this button do? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on over here on this side? (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's totally just like in his mind, he's just playing a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: then... So they're doing that, and then... uh. Natalie Portman and almost Dennis Haysbert are running through <laughs> yeah. the streets of Naboo to take it back and get these fucking filthy Fu Manchus out of... Get their greasy hands off the restaurant. <laughs> drive, of
0: the- drive them off the planet. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That, totally, they're trying to get her the hell out of there.
1: And, oh my god, there's actually a lightsaber battle that's really fucking cool in the middle of this.
0: Talk about, I didn't see it coming. I'm sitting there the first time I saw this movie like, they had lightsabers at the beginning when they roughed <laughs> up those Asian characters, but... There's really not that many lightsabers to be found in this movie.
1: And yeah, and it's a pretty cool battle. Like there's it's it, this is what this movie should have been, which is 90s fight choreography and yep. 90s special effects being put into a Star Wars setting, and it kicks ass. It absolutely kicks ass. It's the one and only scene in
0: this
2: entire 2 and a quarter hours that kicks ass. Yeah, and I feel like Darth Maul is obviously just wasted because he's instant. He's yeah, he he's in this fight sequence, and that's the end of him. But like, I feel like why eliminate your big like Darth Vader wasn't dead at the end of A New Hope? Like, no. why not continue him on, and then maybe have Vader strike him down to take his place? Right. But- I
0: mean, that's I mean, that's the thing that if Darth Maul in this movie serves as like the. Big time thug in a Bond movie, right? Right. He's almost entirely wordless. He just kind of shows up to be menacing for a second and then Mm -hmm. leaves. And then here we are at the end of this movie. He's just gonna have a big fight where again he just doesn't talk, but he's gonna fight the hero and get killed. And that's all he's there for. He's fucking Jaws.
1: Yeah. You know, like that's it. But no but the funny thing about this is he gets replaced as an apprentice by Christopher Lee. Yeah. Uh, Ninety one get- year old Christopher Lee is somebody's apprentice? Apprentice, <laughs> he's 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 Palpatine's boot black, he's like eighty five years old. Well,
0: you know, maybe age just isn't a thing, you know, in the Star Wars universe. Because Yoda lives to be, like, 600 years
1: old. Yeah, I guess if you're 700 years old, a ni- there's a scrappy well, young 90-year-old.
2: Well, yeah, also, totally. I mean, I guess Yoda just really hated Luke Skywalker. It was, like, too old. Too old to get the training. But, but apparently a 91-year-old can learn the ways of the Force. <laughs> exactly. So, whatever.
1: I mean, it's a really cool scene. Yeah, and, it's a good fight sequence. You know, Qui-Gon Jinn gets fucking Ganked by a fucking lightsaber. Yeah, he gets one right in the old gut, which is pretty sweet. And, uh, Hugh McGregor cuts it. We can talk about Hugh McGregor for a minute here, because he's barely in this fucking movie. Again, yeah. Like, he, and I feel like, uh,
0: to just kind of be honest with it, he does the best acting job in this movie. Yeah. However, like, his dedication to mimicking alec guinness and alec guinness's like speech and speed and you know his accent and everything like that i do feel like that kind of peters off in the other two movies yeah but at least with this first one he's really doing a good job at mimicking alec guinness
2: yeah his hair grows in and out (laughs) that
0: that is the one thing there is an inconsistent hairdo for him in this movie
1: which is the dumbest fucking haircut
0: I mean the rat tail stays the same cuz what are you going to do to modify a rat tail I guess <laughs> other than the length but like the like the length of his chop
2: top or whatever is yeah. just
1: all over the fucking place yeah it doesn't make any
2: fucking it's mediocreians guys
1: and i mean like you mcgregor uh is a he's a great actor he's yeah. he's had a great career he's in the middle of a great career like he, he's not going anywhere like he, he puts up good movies every year the best thing uh you can youtube this there there was a press conference, it was before Attack of the Clones came out, mm-hmm. and the title was so hush-hush, it's like, oh, what's this title gonna be, what's this title gonna be? And it was from a, a press junket from Malin Rouge, it's you McGregor and M- Nicole Kidman just, like, taking questions in France or whatever, I guess I didn't know a camera was rolling, and somebody's like, what do you think of the new title of the Star Wars movies? And you McGregor's like, oh, I had no idea, what's the new, what's the new uh, episode 2 title? And they're like, attack of the clones and he bursts out laughing like he, he has a good old laugh he's like are you kidding me that's and nicole awesome. kidman's laughing too it's amazing and it, i think that's what ewan mcgregor was doing in this movie these movies like it's a job man you know it's like, a
0: job like and and here's the thing and i thought about this uh, to, you know to to put this out to you guys too but i think the ewan mcgregor mentality is something that i would go along with because at the end of the day like all right fantasy world someone's coming to me hey andrew we want you to read the script for the new star wars prequel well i don't need to read it because it's star wars it's gonna be the hugest fucking thing in the universe Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna be in this movie and you know what when i get to set and i'm reading the script and whatever and it's dog shit i'm not surprised but i'm like you know
1: what i'm still in a star wars movie at the end of the day absolutely yeah
0: you kind of just have to
1: take oh, that oh, role. Oh, yeah. If I take the role, you have to take the role, no matter right? what. Yeah, like you yeah, take that sure. role.
2: I, I, you know, if you're asking me to be in yeah. Phantom Menace, I guess I, I guess I will. But you're gonna be the, <laughs> you're gonna be the flying toaster. You know, <laughs> everyone's gotta do their part. <laughs>
1: for this stinker. So this whole
0: thing concludes. We get the the now uh, We Hate movie's infamous uh, Qui-Gon cooking up Viking funeral. <laughs> Poor old Liam Neeson's just got a big old apple in his mouth. <laughs> he's,
2: he's got thyme stepped up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary in his belly button. But that's the thing I forgot about this part of this
1: movie where, you know, it's the Star Wars tradition where they, they burn their dead in a really Viking weird way. Yeah. But everybody just kind of watches it. Yeah, they're just watching him
0: burn, man. They're just watching him burn. And it's weird too. like, and I I obviously get it. Like, you're not going to you're not going to like strip him completely naked and just set him on fire. But the first shot you see, like the fire is roaring so much and it's like shitty computer fire. The only way you can tell that there's a body in there is because his like left boot is hanging out (laughs) of the flame. And there's just like this boot kind of getting charred off. But, like, the other thing that's kind of rude, like, I get it, like, it's intergalactic, you know, it's whatever, it's their law. Yeah. We have to sit here and watch this. But not everyone's quite as well behaved because and McGregor is talking all over this fucking funeral to Jake <laughs> Lloyd. You know, like, yeah. you're my apprentice now, like, I'm going to teach you how to be a Jedi. And he's like, I'm not sure if I want to do this. And I'm sitting there like, I don't think this is the appropriate venue for this conversation.
1: Do you think Ewan you, McGregor, it's a deleted scene, he puts his hand on Jake Lloyd's shoulder and is like, look. And- the, the line of abuse ends here. Like, I'm really glad you never had to go through what I did. I'm so happy he's dead. You have no idea.
2: <laughs> you know, I could have gotten through that force field quicker and stopped Darth Maul. I mean, I, I really tried, but I'm glad I didn't. Because <laughs> that man was a monster. <laughs> I mean, I know Darth Maul looked, looked like he was the monster, but it's real, it's almost, it's, it's what's on the inside, Anakin. <laughs>
0: They do uh, lay it on um, quite thick, don't they? That uh, Darth Maul is the devil, by the way.
1: Yeah, he's got horns, a red face. I mean, it's, it's just... just the devil. Like, why yep. do you need an intergalactic devil?
0: He's from
2: the hell planet. And I mean, that's the, uh,
1: <laughs> Diablo
2: 684 Is that the volcano planet, maybe? <laughs> yeah. He's a native of that volcano yeah. planet. Yeah, totally. there's just other Darth Mauls, like, farming out there. <laughs>
0: Well, because that was the the bit of discussion we had before we turned this on, though, whether or not that Darth Maul face is face paint. Yeah, and I'm sort of in the camp of that's just his face. That's yeah. not like battle paint, right?
1: I I'm sure, and I I don't I think that's that that would stand a
2: reason. It that comes it from his, a society yeah. where tattoos have gone too far,
1: <laughs> possibly.
0: Because if it was face paint, you would think there would be an awesome moment where like Qui-Gon Jinn punches him in the face and it sort of rubs off a little bit, and it mm. kind of looks like when, like, the Terminator gets shot in the face, and it's just kind of fucked up a little. Or it's like the Ultimate Warrior, the second he gets into the ring, it's all fucking all over the place. <laughs> what an absolute waste of money the Ultimate Warrior's <laughs> face paint collection was. Him, Sting, all those idiots that paint their face to be a wrestler. Like, yeah. that shit's coming off with the first elbow blow, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> kind of yeah. glad I have no idea what you guys are talking about.
0: <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, you're for the better. So that's it. That's the movie. They they award, like, Natalie Portman awards the frog people, like, some shitty ball of energy that looks like one of those, like, you you touch it's those f- plastic balls at uh, Spencer's Gifts <laughs> and the light goes on your finger. Like, I, I bet it's
2: full of smallpox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they get it home and, like, bring it underwater with them and then it explodes and poisons the pond. They
2: Pestilence.
1: Live in. <laughs> You never see that fucking, that, those people ever
0: again. No, you don't. So you know what? They probably were just totally wiped out. Yeah,
2: Jar is the last of their race.
0: Because the other thing, you want to talk about a shitty last shot of your movie, by the way. It's framed with, like, the, the Frog King in the middle holding this ball up in the air. Yeah. Natalie Portman's off to the side kind of looking at him. And then there's all these, like, nobody extras just cheering.
2: Yeah. Where is everybody? Where's you and McGregor? Like no one is on that stage. Cuz no one gives a shit about that Italian planet. There's <laughs> and there is no thing. and you know at the
1: end of it there's no hint. There's some hints about like, you know, Yoda is very reluctant to take in uh, Anakin, but it seems more bureaucratic in nature. But there's no hint that he could be the the death of them all. And this is the end of your fucking movie. Yeah. And there's no dark twist or dark
0: I mean tint. that's the thing it's, it's like so you, light yeah you want to have this you're yeah you're setting up like the the origin stories of this monster and you can't even be bothered to put in some little thing yeah that hints this might be the end of us all the thing about yoda is he's like you know well it, it, there's something off about him you know feeling to me like he's a hundred percent metachlorian that's bizarre yeah you know i don't know yeah. what that means exactly that sounds kind of dangerous
2: what I'm sorry, when these prequels were coming out, yeah, like yeah. I had this sense of like, oh, this is going to be great because it's going to be even darker because this yep. is about the death of democracy, the rise of evil. Mm-hmm. The prequels, but all of them fail. It's like fucking <laughs> Adventures in Candyland for most of them. <laughs> no, you're absolutely
0: right. It's just... All three of those movies, aside from the last 15 minutes of that third prequel, yeah. look, it, it fail on every level of trying to explain to you the rise of evil intergalactic fascism. Yeah. It just fucking fails. Like no, at no time am I ever looking at what's-his-name, Christian whatever. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen thinking like, oh man, this dude is about to turn into the most dangerous man in the galaxy. There's no threat to that whatsoever. How? how do you fuck that up
1: yeah, you make the <laughs>
0: phantom menace first that's how you fuck that up
2: and honestly you don't need to show me that the old republic was like good and they had people represented like i get it i yeah. get what an idea of a republic is if you're let's if, move on yeah, if <laughs> totally if you're
1: a good storyteller or a good filmmaker you can tell me that in 10 minutes yep you
0: can use the 10 minutes of that pod racing sequence that you shouldn't have in the first place, put it at the beginning of your movie. It's called a prologue. George Lucas, <laughs> have that be your prologue. Use that 10 minutes that you save cutting out that pod racing sequence and tell me all about how great it was with your right. fucking, you know, your democratic society and whatever. And then we can just get on with the rise of evil yeah, you because they- that's all people are buying tickets for. You know,
2: what's awesome is that that, it, that beginning montage of the road warrior explaining how like the machine stopped churning and the, yeah. the, the, the society fell like give me that and then give me <laughs> and then give me like evil for three movies yeah no you're absolutely right or
1: just like the idea of playing around with what evil is what isn't evil like you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah, I have a morality play like there's a little bit of morality play in that third movie but mm. again it's just it's too little too late I'm yep. sorry Yeah, yeah. No, I've checked
2: out a... give me some shades of gray Lucas
1: confer
0: <laughs> on you the level of Jedi Knight the council does but
1: agree with your taking this boy as your Padawan learner I do not Qui-Gon believed in him the chosen one the boy may be nevertheless grave danger I fear in his training Master Yoda I gave Qui-Gon my word I will train Anakin Without the approval of the council, if I must. Qui-Gon's defiance I sense in you. In that, you do not. Agree with you, the council does. Your apprentice, Skywalker, will be.
2: So...
0: On that note, no one's recommending this. Are we recommending this for, like, Star Wars history sake? If you haven't seen this yet, by the
2: way, I guess that's the other thing. I would say no to anyone seeing this.
1: No to anyone seeing this. Double no for fucking seeing it again in 3D. Yes. Triple no.
0: Exactly. Just fucking forget it, because I'm telling you, it's not going to make a difference, and it's not going to look good. Because you know why? Here's why. Anytime you see those movies that weren't originally made with 3D in mind and then they fucking post-production that stuff, yeah. it's just garbage and it's a waste of your money. Stay away from it. Now, here's the other question because I'm just going to put it out there now. We're not... This is, this is it for us in Star Wars. We're not going to touch on the other two prequels. Right. So, is it worth anyone seeing those two movies?
1: I don't. I, you know, honestly... Maybe check out the like the second one has a pretty cool uh Django Fett fight. Ugh. Like the, the second two have like hits and misses
0: moments here and there. But I, I, I by I and large say, just don't. Steer yeah, clear.
2: I feel like I feel like it's pointless. I mean, maybe I would say if you go to check out any of them, Revenge of the Sith, I guess. I
0: yeah. would say that too. If you really if again, if you were living under a rocker, you know, maybe you're just you were too young when the movies came out, I don't know just see Revenge of the Sith and save yourself the trouble.
2: I say, I think people instead of seeing these movies should see the original trilogies, the the original cuts, 77, 80, 83
0: the despecialized editions you know, which yeah. you can totally
2: find online if you google them yeah, Harmony's despecialized editions but also, um Ernest Goes to Jail is not, not bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? there's one of those movies called Ernest Goes to Africa and it's less racist than this fucking movie. <laughs> Hands down less racist Ah, so there it is. The final rerun
2: of the summer. I want to address something. I know we uh-huh. got a little flack because we didn't immediately jump to anti Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> the one time. For We've Watto. been criticized
0: more than once for not immediately jumping to anti Semitism.
2: And you know, like we I think we said that Bumblebee guy resembled an Italian. Watto, yeah
0: Watto, Yeah. Uh, and he, he doesn't talk like a disa. I mean, and I, I understand also, like, some people are like, well, you know the way he's drawn, right? The beer thing was a nose joke. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I'm like, sure. yeah, I get it, man. But, you know, here's the thing. I don't
2: see any Jewish people with trunks.
0: <laughs> here's the thing. Or Sometimes, wings. not Not many with wings. Sometimes it's just... Not as much fun to jump to things like anti-Semitism. Just a bit. Sometimes it's fun to just go your own path (laughs) and make your own jokes up about stuff. And I feel like that, I mean, this episode's like, what, four years old or something, but like... I'm sure that's probably what a lot of that was. And he is kind of abba da boo you know. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, we... you know, here's the thing. It's a dumb fucking elephant, bumblebee, alien,
2: nothing right. character. Yeah, and uh, many listeners at home might not have uh, haggled with Italians in New York City <laughs> as much as we have. Read his book, Steve Sadex,
1: Haggling with Italians. <laughs> Coming out in paperback, actually, pretty soon. <laughs> Direct to paper. A guide it, to losing your money. <laughs> who,
2: uh, who does the forward for that? Is that uh, Chaz Palmitari? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just one sentence. I've never read this. <laughs> I don't know who he is.
2: <laughs> hey, what's this all about?
0: Chaz Palmitari, man. That's a guy that likes
1: talking about the old days. He well, likes talking about a Bronxdale, man. I, I will say, <laughs> over under Ian... Ewan, McGregor, like, It would be a really good coup. I agree with you on the force ghost of uh, Liam Neeson or Ewan McGregor. Those would be like good surprises to see in that movie, and I don't think that they're off the table. I, but how could a – no with
0: Ewan McGregor force ghost because yeah. why the fuck would a ghost age backwards? That's
1: but that the, never made any sense. Don't they do that in the in the re release of Return of the Jedi? Yeah, they, put, they
0: they put re- in the younger. Yeah. That's what they, I'm saying. Well, and they also put in. Uh, uh, the, uh, they put in Hayden Christensen. They put yeah, in yeah. Hayden much Christmas younger Yoda. Of, which,
2: by the way, fuck all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's bullshit. It's yeah. absolute bullshit. Listen, the original trilogy or bust.
0: Well, no, yeah, I've I've been watching original <laughs> the <laughs> the Har-
2: theatrical cuts. That's
0: I've been watching the harmy cuts, and I went back and I saw. Yeah. The fucking thing at the end. I'm like, wasn't it Hayden Cr- Oh, they're doing it the correct way. Okay. We got some listeners who work on those things, and those are some of the real cinematic first responders out there. So <laughs> yes, God sir. bless them. This,
2: Continuing to off. do
0: this project.
2: I don't use the word hero lightly. No. <laughs> but that is it, man. That is it. Number one right there.
0: So uh, that's it, gang. I will say starting next week, the new season of We Hate Movies is on the air featuring... Your calls, your phone calls, your requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... Be- I
2: better not get any
1: cranky anchors on the line.
0: Oh, guarantee. I mean, we've probably been going through these calls for weeks now. That would
1: be like you would need that phone from the Twilight Zone where that old dead woman calls her grandson. That's I just watched crank... that recently. That's the only way a crank anchor is getting in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You mean David Tell as a puppet isn't gonna call me at no. any point? Is the world collectively over prank phone calls? At I think this point? we might be.
2: Yeah, I think we're over phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't exactly have like crank texting. No, I mean, I guess you can. The right. identity
0: will never be revealed. That
2: sounds like some creepy pasta to me.
0: Oh, that weird internet term that you use, and I forget what it means. Which is yeah, what?
2: It's that uh, creepy stuff on the internet.
0: Just like when it. The term is like when you read weird shit on the internet to freak yourself out. Yeah,
2: and it's like uh, copied and pasted stories. I think it's derived from copy and paste. Right. Creepypasta. I have no idea why. Slenderman, I think, is one of those. Oh, he was a copy paste? I think he was a (laughs) fettuccine.
0: But but, so, wait, what? Squidding fettuccine. But not a ravioli?
2: Uh, Well, he's a Slenderman. Wait, but yeah, but what, what, what would a ravioli equivalent be? What's a short little fat monster?
0: Danny DeVito? Chupacabra?
2: <laughs> Danny DeVito's Twitter account <laughs> is, is a creepypasta ravioli. <laughs> you, have, you have a little limoncello on the side? Oh,
1: limoncello! Oh, I was drinking limoncellos oh, with
0: George this Oh, man, and now I'm just on the view, giggle drunk. Ah, <laughs> oh, speaking of giggle drunk, the new season of We Hate Movies kicks off next week, gang. Tell your friends. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris
2: Gabin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak.
0: Take it easy.